Welcome to Spiritual Warfare and How the Devil is Collecting Souls. He will infiltrate every area of your life if you let him. Hello, my name is Teresa. And hello, my name is Kay. We will share how we found success in our everyday spiritual battles. Today we are going to talk about the fourth armor of God, and it is the gospel of peace. Take it away, Kay. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, Ephesians 6.15, what it means, so that you'll be fully prepared. Peace is an attribute of the Lord's very person and character. Galatians 5.22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In the Greek, peace means oneness or wholeness. The gospel, which means good news, is the forgiveness of sins, access to and oneness with God through faith in Christ. This oneness, oneness with the Lord produces peace. Ephesians repeatedly reminds us to stand and stand firm. One of the easiest ways for the enemy to succeed in shaking us loose from standing firm is to tempt us with worry. When we carry out anxiousness and worry with us, we are robbed of peace. But the gospel of peace keeps our feet anchored and standing firm. How to apply it. Ask the Lord daily to remind you of his gospel work on your behalf. Set your security and identity in his work and not yours. Surround yourself with scripture about the truth of your place with Christ in your heart and remove the input that steals your sense of security in Christ. Okay, today we're going to talk about self-control and character defects. Do you have anything to share? I do, Teresa. Self-control, part of the fruit of the Spirit, with the others that joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness. For me, I think out of those, the one that I really pray for, that I struggle with the most, is the self-control. Why is that? Well... I um, let the worry and the anxiousness to rob me of my peace. And then I lose my self-control. I get overwhelmed. I say things that I don't want to say. I do things that I don't want to do. Um, I just lose my self-control and this week I showed it to you Teresa <laughs> with the comment that I made and I praise God that he spoke to me about that because it was out of order and self-control set in because God was speaking to me you need to say you're sorry <laughs> and everyone, what she is talking about, I have been trying to find our cover, our podcast cover. And uh, I wanted something pretty graphic 
when I was reaching out to all these companies, I told them, I said, I want hell with people screaming and trying to get out and the devil in there. And then I want Jesus all in white with a sword and I want angels with big wings. And I said, that's what I want. I was turned down by everyone except one person. I got up and she sent me a picture and everything. And I'm like, yes, this is what I want. I was so excited. (laughs) And I sent it to Kay. And Kay was not excited. What did you say, Kay? (laughs) Well, I um, commented. And I know it wasn't an instant comment. And I'm sure that... You know, we live in a day where you like people to respond to you, you know, in a pretty quick manner. And I have a lot of frustration in my life, at my job, that has come about with the pandemic. And I allow that to overcome me at times, shamefully on me. It's like, one more thing. (laughs) That's bad. That's really bad. So I just spit it out of my mouth that if that's what God led you to, then I'm okay with that. (laughs) I stuffed out my friend's excitement, and the Holy Spirit convicted me. And I praise God that the Holy Spirit did convict me. I praise God that he does convict me about my self-control. He knows that I struggle with that, and so he doesn't let me get too far. Yeah, I was... Needless to say, shocked at her reaction and um, a little teary-eyed. It was the next day. Yeah. Uh, she sent me a text apologizing. <laughs> and I just looked up at God and I'm like, now that's pretty funny because he's working in us. We do so many things wrong every day, even though we're teaching about all of the armor of God, we still stumble and fall every day, every day. And this is what it's about. We are sharing with you how we find success in our everyday spiritual battles. And I was telling Kay, we have been friends and a couple other ladies for over 30 years, and we are night and day different. You have no idea. All four of us are completely different. We've never tried to change each other. We try not to get offended. I'm sure we hurt each other's feelings, you know. But we let it go. We really try to let it go. Uh, You can't be friends for that long and not get mad at each other. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. And if it does, kudos to you. So, I just love this gospel of peace and our um, character defects, Kay. Uh, I've had to apologize to you. I've had to apologize to my friends and my co-workers. And um, people think Christians shouldn't sin or fall or be mean or do this, but we do. We're just blessed because we're forgiven and we just need to ask for forgiveness. I have had a lot of perfectionism in my character. God is weaning me and has weaned me through the years. He reminds me daily, 
you'll not be perfect on this side of heaven. You will not. So don't try to be. Not saying that we're loose with our, you know, with our ways. Um, because God's word does give us guidelines. Right here, the fruit of the Spirit. You know, I pray that often that that dwells within me and that's what comes out of me because left to my own device, what's going to come out of me are going to be things like the other day. And I pray about my character defect often too because I've come to realize that I have them and I haven't always dealt with them because I dealt with them I dealt with emotions or feelings with alcohol instead. Oh, yes, that's true. Kind of numb out Yes. what really needs to be revealed instead of dealing with what the real issue is in my character. Got you. It's a hard thing to swallow sometimes because when you're not dependent upon an addiction an addiction yes guess what your eyes get opened and sometimes it's not real pretty you know Kay again the movie Divination that will come up 50 times please watch it that's what Satan does so he I could have been offended and got really mad at you do you know what I'm saying But this is what he wants me to do. And that's why we need to open our eyes. And we need to laugh at it. And we need to pray for our friends if they're having a bad day and they're snotty towards us. (laughs) You know? And we can't let that get the best of us because there are people who will get mad and never talk to that person again. You can't do that. I mean, if you want to be miserable and do that, then fine, do that. But... I just, like I said, I just laughed and I looked up at God and just laughed, you know, when you sent the um, text to apologize. So if there's anybody out there and you feel you offended somebody, just apologize like Kay did. She only let it go for a day. And then my heart was open to forgive, okay? It's a two-way street. You have to forgive and let it go. You cannot hold on to offenses you can if you want I don't want to life's too short and we like to go do things so (laughs) you know we'll just you know so please everybody forgive I will tell you from my own experience that I felt a load off of my heart when I sent you I'm sorry and that I shouldn't have reacted the way that I did it's that's a big thing that most of us don't like to admit that we've done wrong or said wrong or been wrong but God tells us in his word that we shouldn't if you have an offense against a sister or a brother he wants you to go to that person and talk to that person and Work it out, talk it out, work the forgiveness out. Carrying around offenses is heavy. 
Are you going to come to the end of your time and wish that you had done differently? Are you going to wish that you would have said you were sorry years ago to someone as you come towards like the end of your life? I'm just going to encourage you not to allow yourself to go there, to live that way. God wants our load to be light, not to be heavy. Satan would love for the load to be too heavy. We have to react in a right way to have peace. And it's so hard to keep forgiving people. Some people in your life you have to forgive over and over and over and over. And it's hard because we're called to do that. What is it, 70 times 7? The offenses, you know, towards somebody. Oh my goodness, is that hard. Jeez, oh Pete, that's really hard. Now I'm going to say this also, Teresa. When you encounter someone that does tend to offend you again and again and again purposely, I think you have to examine yourself on whether you are to say you're sorry or you're not sorry. or I'm, I'm learning because I do have someone, and I know you talked about this, someone in your life also, that can trigger me. And I have to be very careful about how I react because I know that she knows that I am a Christian. Yes. And I will say as time has gone by, I've gotten much better about biting my tongue. And then, <laughs> when I can by myself, I talk to my Savior about it. And sometimes, I'm just fit to be tied. I'm just mad. But I think we have to choose what, what we're going to own for ourselves. That person can choose to act that way. We don't control that. We don't own that. They own that. What we own is how we react to it. And I don't feel good about myself or my walk or my talk if I... React the way that she... That's right. The that's way right. that they that's, treat you. That's right. Yes, if... if Yes. Because truly, that's what they're enticing you to do, is to do that, so that they can use it as a weapon towards you, or I don't know. But I know that I have had times where I've had to think about it overnight, on whether I felt it was necessary for me to go, when I encountered that person again, to say I was sorry or not. And there are times that I did say I was sorry, because I really needed to say that I was sorry, but then there's other times I felt God saying to me, you, you don't own that. You don't own that. So the fruit of the Spirit, you know, each one of these I know I can't do on my own. Absolutely not. And that's provided by the Holy Spirit. And so I feel it's importance as part of the armor of God that we, you know, we pray for that. These are the things that bring us peace. True. We can't let the enemy get that foothold in on us with that person. And believe you me, he'll do it every single day if he can. 
We have to look when we're even dealing with a person, just try to look at the space behind them. Because what you're going to see is Satan and his demons back there using this person to get under your skin or make you fall or lose your temper or whatever. And it's hard to do that sometimes. I just think if we could look at it as all spiritual warfare, because that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And a lot of people don't understand that and they don't believe about the spiritual warfare. It's real. It's real. Uh, We've experienced a lot of it. I just hope people will keep an open mind and let God talk to them about it. And if they want to do some studying, right? I'm telling you the first step is divination. It is. That movie will open your eyes and then you will know what we are talking about. So, Kay, next week will be the fifth armor of God and it will be on the shield of faith. We're happy you could join us today. God bless, and we will see everyone next week.